Greetings from Earth and Heaven. Hello, everyone. This is Amanda of Soul Rays Forecast, here to help you explore divinity. Today is Wednesday, July 21st, and we are officially in Leo season. And I just want to say before I begin this podcast, I apologize for not uploading the podcast on Tuesday as I normally do. Um, but anyways, as I feel, you know, everything happens in its own timing. Uh, there was probably reason for that, that I cannot foresee at this point in time. However, just wanted to put it out there. I was very aware that it had slipped my mind and I do appreciate everyone who tunes in and who looks forward to hearing them on Tuesdays. So let's talk about last week. I would say to say that um, things are getting weird would be an understatement. Things are getting very weird out there. People are getting weird. Um, and I really feel it's because those who have not been dedicated to their personal development, to their spiritual evolution are now getting a wake up call. And they're getting woken up to their shadows, um, to their fears, to the things that they have not been wanting to address. It's the typical, ostrich burying the head down into the sand syndrome where we feel that if we don't give whatever is inside of us attention it will go away however it just makes things worse and so in making those things worse people will project their wounds their trauma onto other people and in this process power is given away and so with the transits coming up this week, the transits are here to remind us that power needs to be taken back, not give more away, because the more we give away, um, the less, you know, the more we give away, the more we miss out on being co-creators with source consciousness. And, you know, right now in the collective, due to this, there's a lot of anxiety. All these fears are being locked into the, into the uh, physical body. And that's going to cause a lot of imbalance within the body. So we're going to see a lot more sick people popping up as they are being locked into a flight or fight response. Um, I was going to say that I'm an empathic person, but I just feel like I am a, a psychic in that I can pick up on energies in the field. And there hasn't been a day since last week where I woke up not feeling the collective emotions that are out there. And it is quite intense, but the hope is that this transit coming up this week including the full moon in Aquarius, it will help give the power back to those who feel frightened 
And I feel provide a solution to combat the anxiety, or I should say to surrender into these strong emotions that are coming through. As I've been saying on this podcast, it's very important to embrace your sovereignty and to also do the inner work, to be willing to go into those places within that want love, light, and healing. And this is also why I like blessing water. When we bless water with a specific intention, water goes into every every part of us because you know we are made of water in a lot of ways and water is a conductor for frequency for energy right we are energetic beings here and i feel this these transits coming up the full moon is going to help a lot of people see just how powerful you are and just you know the divine technology that we are all inhabiting within our human bodies and that these bodies are vessels for our higher selves to come through and do something amazing together. But we can't do anything amazing if we are afraid to take, quote, risks. As I've been saying, there is no such thing as safety. Safety is an illusion. Nothing is guaranteed. Not even waking up the next morning is guaranteed, even though I'm a healthy woman, it is not guaranteed that I will wake up tomorrow. So without <laughs> further ado, <laughs> let's get on with it. So July 22nd, Venus, which is Thursday, Venus in Virgo is going to oppose Jupiter in Pisces. This is going to bring up internal strife and discord within yourself and a lot of people if you you know if you don't know how to handle your emotions or you don't know how to develop emotional intelligence you can misinterpret people so there might be miscommunication going on here um people or you i should say um reading into people's voices right their tone of voice or their physical reactions because the internal strife and discord within yourself this is within yourself is being projected onto another person this is the number one rule when we enter in relationship of all kinds friends family romantic business etc is that the other person that we interact with is always mirroring to us Something within that needs to be dealt with, whether it is a misbelief that another person's actions will directly affect your life, right? Then that's saying you are giving power away. You are creating a victim status within the self if you believe that people around you, their actions will have a direct effect on your life. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, of course, people around me have a direct effect on my life, but that doesn't mean that I get to say, okay, well then, because so-and-so did this, my life is in ruins. No, I'm allowing it to be in ruins then. There's always an opportunity to take energy being given 
and to create with it what you want, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean that the other person is mirroring something bad to you. A lot of times the people that we get into partnership with will mirror talents and gifts and abilities within ourselves that we can't see at the time. So they are there to mirror that to us and to remind us how amazing we are. So it doesn't have to necessarily be negative, but in, in this case with Venus and Virgo opposing Jupiter and Pluto, I mean, <laughs> Jupiter and Pisces, um, it can be that, it can be trauma, right? It can be something within yourself that you are ignoring because let's face it, the Virgo-Pisces axis in astrology speaks a lot to doing everything but the inner work. It's escapism. It is making yourself so busy, you quote, don't have the time to invest in yourself, which is just a sorry ass excuse for not taking personal responsibility for the shit that's got to get done in your life. Okay. So this energy can feel like it's calling you out on your shit getting real with the fact that there's stuff within you that you need to fix, that you need to face in order to move on as a balanced, happy, peaceful co-creator with not only source consciousness, but the collective. And it's sad to say it, but it's true that, you know, humans generally don't change unless their backs are pressed against the law. Unless they're on the verge of losing everything, that is when a human will decide to change. Humans don't generally change when shit's going well in their lives. It has to take a crisis, Virgo. Virgo brings external crisis into the life in order for people who need it to get real with themselves and to figure out what it is they have to do in order to stop the cycle. So here we go. We've got a chance to shed light on ancestral dogma, speaking of cycles, right? What kinds of thinking did your family pass down to you that aren't in alignment with who you are? Are there religious beliefs that you have been programmed to believe that is, quote, true, that makes you feel shame, guilt, and judgment for who you are? So there's a lot that's going to need to be addressed this week for some people. And then on another angle, it's very empowering because the gift of Virgo is the virgin the Vestal Virgin. And she reaps what she sows and she sows a lot of awesome stuff because she knows how to make stuff happen. The, um, you know, you can see the plan and take action, not get lost in the busybody shit. And the beautiful side of Pisces, it is the supreme side of the heart chakra. It's the highest octave of the heart. It's connecting into source consciousness and feeling that divine unconditional love within your daily life in every present moment. 
it's knowing that you're not alone, that even though that you may feel that there's nobody around you, that there are forces that are unseen supporting you every step of the way. And so life doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be work. It can be easy because the, the cool thing about it is that, you know, this axis right here, the Virgo and Pisces axis, it teaches us how to create a spiritual connection to our souls and to God and to do that on the daily, not just do it once in a while when the shit hits the fan, but to make every moment in your life a living prayer for what your higher self wants you to be living. A living prayer to be the best expression of who you are as a divine being made of love. So this week, it's time to look at fear straight on and deal with it before it distorts your field of potential. Because if you're going to harness lower vibrational energies like fear, anxiety, worry, stress, envy, that's all you're going to bring into your life. And that's not the point of these transits. The point of the transits are to... There to empower you and to remind you about just how powerful you are. We are creating everything. Even if you don't want to hear that, everything in your life you have created. And the thing, the truth of the matter is that source consciousness wants to give us everything that we've ever wanted. It wants to help us achieve everything that we that we want to achieve. It's like, you know, the genie in the bottle doesn't have shit over source consciousness, okay? But we have to, or, you know, you have to, because <laughs> I, I, I'm already in my North Node in Leo. I, I feel worthy of embodying my sovereignty. But it took me almost five years to get to this point to feel worthy enough to, to, to accept God's blessings and how easy it can look. And it's still a challenge. There's still things that I need to work on. I'm definitely not perfect. And it's not like I'm living it up in, you know, MTV crib style or something. But it's interesting when I say to God that I want something within a day or two or maximum a week, I get it. Because I believe that God will provide for me and my family in every possible way. And having that level of trust and surrendering and letting go of control is very difficult for me as a recovering perfectionist. A lot of us out here in this world are perfectionists because we've been taught that if we're not perfect, we're not worthy of receiving, whether it's love, riches, you know, successful careers. If we're not working really hard, and we're not flawless, then we don't deserve X, Y, and Z. And that's just simply not true anymore. We deserve it all. Whether, you know, you want to believe it or not. And so that's the hard thing is 
The hard thing is getting out of our own way and to surrender. So, so that's Venus in Virgo opposing Jupiter and it can feel kind of intense, but breathe through it. Meditation is your friend, um, especially if you have a lot of Virgo in the chart. Meditation is great for the overactive mind, which is Virgo, um, feeling overwhelming energy. And it's also great for Pisces, which is that part, the shadow side of the uh, zodiac circle that wants to escape life or is too afraid to look at things for how they really are. Um, so, you know, meditation is key or some kind of activity that will get you grounded and centered and connected to the, the, the divine. Okay. Moving on, da, da, da. the next day we've got full moon in Aquarius, July 23rd. Woo, this is going to be a big one. I'm super excited for it, actually. And it's going down at 10.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So adjust accordingly to where you are in the world. <laughs> My European friends will be experiencing it much sooner than us over here in the United States. So this, I love this full moon. I picked a song actually for it. And because as, as I was tuning into the chart, all I could hear was Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. <laughs> but I feel like this is a good pressure. It's like putting the coal in a pressure cooker and making it into a diamond with like record speed time, like really, quantum leaping the shit out of our human experience. <laughs> mm. Like jumping forward in time. So when the full moon's going down, the moon is going to be with Altair, the star Altair. And this is also um, star seeds, Altair. There, there are beings from there that um, are here. <laughs> And some people say they're a reptilian, but I don't really get a reptilian vibe from them. They're in the Aquila, the Eagle constellation. Aquila, I love that. Aquarian Aquila. And this star, the fixed star Altair, will bring with this full moon, generosity, courage, and ambition. If and only if, we can see our worthiness of receiving such gifts, receiving the idea that we can be a big success. Because Altair is all about being larger than life. It's like you want to be successful, but the, you know, source consciousness, your higher self over soul has picked this something big for you, but your ego can't really wrap its head around it. And that's where this whole surrendering bit comes into place is surrendering to what we think is success, because you know what success to your higher self might be completely different uh, to so what success is for the ego, right? Now there's an opportunity here to really embrace your soul gifts, what makes you unique, your creative genius. However, at the same time, there's going to be a temptation to completely ignore it 
to go with peer pressure, to sacrifice who you are as an individual for the quote collective good. If you do this, the full moon will bring in disappointment. It will bring in depression and loss of freedom, giving away your power. While the full moon's going, the galactic center is right on the midheaven here. And so there's a chance to defrag your subconscious mind of all the programming you no longer want to operate on autopilot. So all those living and limiting beliefs that are keeping you from living that life that you want, you can um, consciously ask for that to be wiped away and then upload a new program. If you decide to do this on the full moon, you have to give your brain commands. So command your brain to, to release and um, the programming, but be very specific on what it is you want to release, what, what you want to delete. And then after you say, I want, you know, you list out all these um, things that you want to delete from your mind, you have to then state what you want uploaded into the subconscious mind. And I think this is the third transit that we've received this opportunity to reprogram our subconscious mind. So if you've been with me throughout this entire year, you might be <laughs> doing this alongside me. So this is the third time where we can go in and command to our mind what it is we want and further solidify those other two times that we just did as well. And if this is your first time doing it, then great. The one thing that you need to know that when you're doing work like this is that you have to set the intention and belief that it will work. Because if you approach what I call celestial magic, working with the planets like this in such a way to create a big change in your internal and external environment, you must have the emotions to back up this work. You have to believe it will work or be open to it working. If you approach this as a skeptic, it will not work. It will not work because you're already putting out into the field that what you're doing will not work. You're already saying that you don't believe in your sovereign power as a co-creator here with source consciousness. You're doubting it. And when you doubt it, that's sending the wrong energy to the field of potential. The field of potential has taken that and it's becoming distorted. So you got to make sure that you've got all that, that you're pumped, right? So put on some music that makes you feel like really pumped up, that you can do anything, that you're unstoppable, invincible, that, you know, that you're going to be this damn awesome person making this huge freaking difference and people are going to really vibe with what you're putting out there. Okay, then go ahead and do that full moon work and then keep notes, see what happens. I bet you, if anything, it will make, well, not make, it will help you become more conscious and aware to the inner dialogue that you're having on a daily basis. And so that in itself, in of itself is a blessing because I remember when I first started off, um, doing this personal work with the astrology transits, it, it was really hard for me to become present with every thought, feeling, emotion that I was having throughout the day. And that when, you know, I made it a daily practice and then now it's, you know, second nature, I can catch it right away. But I remember when I first started off on this work, 
how shocked I was at the terrible thoughts I was having about myself. It was really shocking and it made a lot of sense that it, I was very, you know, I was a, you know, a depressed person because um, my programming was completely not in alignment with what I wanted. So this work is, is such a blessing and can really make a big difference in your life. It just, the most important thing is not to be perfect, but just to show up every day, willing to do the inner work. And eventually it gets easier and easier. And then you can level yourself up and get, you know, go higher, I guess. Mm. Get higher. Gonna get higher. <laughs> okay. Venus and Burr. Blah, blah, blah. At the same time, <laughs> Burr. Um, Venus in Virgo is with Regulus. And just to remind you, this is all happening on the full moon. Okay, so there's a lot going on here. So Venus gets together with Regulus and she wants to crown us as the king and queens of our own kingdom. But can we open our hearts and mind to receiving that title? Can we fathom that we are divine royalty? here to, you know, get everything that we want. So she wants to help us get in touch with spirit. And this is a chance to really deepen and develop that solid connection to your soul and to God. And as I keep saying, we're going to need a solid spiritual practice moving forward because the powers that be want us to feel disconnected from our soul and it wants to literally eject our souls out of our bodies. And if you're living, and I used to, I'm, um, I used to be like this, where I was um, more in my upper energy centers, the upper chakras, the crown chakra, the eye, and a little bit of the throat. And I wasn't, I wasn't very embodied in the heart down. And so this caused a lot of anxiety and fear in my life because I wasn't grounded in all of my body. It was like I was trying to escape my body because I didn't want to look at my body just due to the trauma that I experienced. So it wasn't until I started doing quantum meditation and working with my lower energy centers that I was able to integrate all of my soul into the body. And when I was working on this, I realized that I was starting to feel less anxious, less worried, you know, less fearful. And now that I'm deeply connected into my body and to earth, I feel at peace a lot and blessed to be where I am today. So I know there's a lot of people out there who feel disconnected from their body or feel anxious. If you feel anxious all the time and fearful, it's most likely because you're not inhabiting your lower energy centers, the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar plexus. And it's time to get down into there and really work with that area of the body and to learn how to ground into the earth and work with 
uh, will go with the flow really go with her natural rhythms and cycles as well as the natural rhythms and cycles of the astrology of the planets that are in our solar system because that age-old saying by Hermes Trismegistus as above so below as within so without you know as the universe so the soul <sighs> I love that saying. It's so beautiful. So we need to anchor more of ourselves into the body. And this is an inner revolution to embodying more of our soul power, to not give our power away to, you know, anyone outside of ourselves to take the power back. With the Virgo shadow, we're taught to play small. You know, to slap our hands when we play big. It's like when I was a little girl, I remember I would, <laughs> I would suck on purpose because I was afraid if I shine too bright in class, the kids would make fun of me. So I would pretend to not know an answer, or I would pretend to suck at something that I knew that I was um, that I was exceptional at. I bombed a lot of shit in my life because I didn't want to be seen and that's a Virgo shadow but it's so interesting how while this is going down the full moon in Aquarius we have the sun in Leo right and that's illuminating how worthy we are to play big and to be big and to be worthy to shine our light out there to show how amazing and exceptional we are in these certain areas of life and these passions that our souls picked to offer others. It's like this, you know, I'm writing a young adult fiction novel right now. Um, number one, I'm doing it because I love writing, writing and telling stories and creating worlds and characters. It's a big passion of mine ever since I was little. Well, this passion of mine can go out there and bless others like teenagers and adults alike who enjoy stories that I'm writing, right? So my passion gifts another person of entertainment, hopefully inspiration and whatever beautiful, other beautiful emotions that a person may feel when they read a book whether it's fictional or non-fictional, that just lights them up inside, that helps them see themselves for who they really are and to embrace their exceptional talents and to birth that out into the world. That is really the true reason why I'm writing my young adult novel is because I wanna show others that we can just, we can live our lives, we can live out our soul's destiny uh, without apology and be exceptional at it. And, you know, it doesn't have to happen to the few. Um, I know a lot of people like to use JK Rowling as like the, like you've made it as far as a writer, like, oh, if you're JK Rowling status, then you really made it. You know, JK Rowling doesn't have to be the exception to the rule. You can embody your talent, whatever that is, your gift, the reason why you've come to planet Earth and be that big if you so choose to. But being that big is really hard, I'm sure of it. Being in the limelight and, and that capacity comes with its challenges, right? 
So here's your chance, full moon Aquarius, to embody all of your sovereignty without apology. Own who you are, releasing the shame, guilt, and self-judgment you've been conditioned to feel about yourself. Above all, love thyself. Okay? Love thyself. Don't do anything that's against your own wants, needs, and desires, which is Chiron and Aries in retrograde. And don't do anything that goes against your morals, values, beliefs. That's Uranus and Taurus. Okay. Stay true to yourself because if you don't stay, stay true to yourself, you know, you're not going to like it. You're going to hate life. And what's the point of hating life? We did not come here to hate life. We came here to experience it, God, in this ecstatic, blissful way. So July 24th, Mercury is in Cancer, trining Neptune and Pluto. So here's where we're going to face the music to create more of what we love right? Finding more of ourselves, being of service to ourselves first, then, then serving others. Remembering that in service to God doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice your finances. In service to God does not mean you have to be poor. In service to God does not mean that you can't have luxury items or you can't want material things. In service to God is saying that you're going to embody all of who you are without apology and shine your light out onto the world and be the compassionate witness for those you encounter, whether it's in your personal life or on social media, witnessing people, having their human experience and trying your hardest not to judge them, <laughs> which can be so friggin' hard, right? Because we can get into that self-note in Sagittarius that's still there. The whole freaking truth dogma. When we see somebody whose truth is not in alignment with our own, we can feel like, oh, I'm better than them. Oh my God, what an idiot. Oh my God, I can't believe that person. I feel sorry for how asleep they are. Or I feel sorry, blah, 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 right? Fill in the blank. So being the compassionate witness is there to just witness somebody's experience and not having the need to make it right or to solve their problem, which, you know, with Neptune and Pisces, um, geez, man, it can be like, you want to solve everyone's problems. Like, oh my gosh, I love you. So let me just solve your problem for you. Oh, because you can see, you know, you can see their solution to their dilemma they can't see it, but you can, and you want to do the work for them, or you want to give them so the solution. But, you know, Mercury and Cancer here is giving a reality check and saying, no, 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 you have to be concerned about your shit first. You can't do anyone else's work. They have to do that. You can just witness them having their thing, having their pity party or whatever it is. You can't become the sacrificial lamb and do everything for them, sacrifice everything for them because they don't want to do it themselves, right? It's like letting go of the age of the guru. The guru is not going to come in and fucking take your shit anymore and, you know, transmute your shit for you. And you have to do it yourself. You have to transmute all of the victimhood 
crap that's going on in your mind right now. Mercury and Cancer is bringing all of that up, if that is your experience. Okay, for others, it might be just owning your emotions. You know, this is a lot of water energy on July 24th. You've got cardinal water and you've got mutable water. So initiating something new and then going with the flow, releasing the need to control it. Asking the divine for help, stating exactly what it is that you want, and then letting go surrendering to that prayer instead of attaching to it saying I need this I want this I need this I need this I need this if I don't get this I'm going to die if I don't get this my life is going to suck okay it's learning how to let go of all that stuff and just surrender to the power of your higher self and God they've got this so why not just give it all up to them and then you take divinely guided action on the things that you can take action on. Sounds pretty good to me. And, you know, this is stuff that's coming from my personal experience, too. So don't feel like I'm single, singling you out because I'm definitely not. I'm just speaking from truth, my truth. Been there, done this. <laughs> and it's always still a work in progress, asking God to take to take on the, the tasks that I don't need to do. Saying, you know, saying to God, okay, God, you do all the heavy lifting for me and you just delegate the tasks that I need to do for blah, blah, to happen. And just, I have complete and total devotion to my higher self and to God and know that it's done. What, whatever the heavy lifting is, they're doing it for me. And I get to sit back and write, work on my book or do my astrology podcast or facilitate an astrology reading for a client or whatever it is. Life doesn't have to be hard. It can be soft and fun. And then July 25th, we've got Mercury and Cancer opposing Pluto and Capricorn. So here we are, There's, this is an initiation into creatorhood. Pluto and Capricorn has been initiating us into becoming full-blown creators. The only way that we can learn how to really create the life that we want is to just really flush out all the crap within ourselves that is holding us back from getting what we truly desire. In evolutionary astrology, Pluto signifies the soul's desire, okay? So what is your soul desiring? Well, you're going to know because Mercury is putting your emotions full and center into your mind. The soul speaks to us through emotions, through symbols, through colors, basically frequencies. So on July 25th, it's a great time to take responsibility for ourselves in all ways, because the power of our emotions, I keep saying, is the catalyst for what we want to create. So when we say so-and-so made me angry, we are giving our power away because we are not honoring the fact that we allowed ourselves to be angry. We permissioned it. The other person did not do anything to me that I did not allow, right? So in this sense, we give our power away in that kind of situation. So this is how we create through frequency. We, we create with the emotion, the thought, the feeling, and the words. 
actions, deeds, right? Everything is divinely connected to each other. So we must be more aware and conscious of the now moment, knowing what we are purposefully creating, the thoughts that you're having, those thoughts that you're having is creating a feeling which creates an emotion, which creates an action. Like I said, when I first started to become aware of my thoughts, I was shocked at how assaulting they were to my heart. And I had no idea I was having these basically like these grenades going off in my mind, assaulting my heart 24 seven. And that I was creating this, oh, this dark cloud around me that I couldn't see. I was just putting the blame on external things. Not that to say that I was to blame, but it was just becoming aware of the programming that was going on. So in this case, ignorance is not bliss and excuses are definitely not welcomed here anymore. This is a transit that's giving you tough love, saying how there's no excuse to not do your work. There's no excuse to not parent yourself and to make sure that you're showing up for yourself and others. There's no excuse. Like I felt bad that uh, my podcast didn't go up yesterday because I felt like there was no excuse for it, you know, but we're not perfect. So we have to also give ourselves compassion to love ourselves through the mistakes and say, okay, I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to do better next time, right? We can always do better. There's always room for improvement, but we can't say that we didn't know, okay? That's just not gonna fly anymore. So as long as we show up every day with a willing heart to do the inner work, we'll be able to fly. Fly with that eagle that's coming in on the full moon. You know, the Native American medicine is all about eagle is flying with spirit, fly, 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 fly. Fly with spirit, fly like an eagle into the future, <laughs> right? I think it was that, I think that was seal. Oh my gosh, if you know, please put that in the comments below because I, <laughs> that's going to be driving me crazy. Um, I don't even know, I don't even know who that was. But anyways, as always, this is, these are this, uh, this podcast is my truth, okay? It's what I feel the planets are trying to guide us with, right? Or towards or whatever. Um, take it with a grain of salt. If it doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. That's okay. But if anything, I'd say do your inner work, <laughs> regardless if you agree with me or not. It's time to do the inner work because the more grounded you feel within yourself and you know who you are inside and out, the less of a target you are and the more you can walk on this earth, blessing everywhere you go instead of living in a state of fear and cowering. We need a lot of leaders on the ground right now. A lot of people who feel grounded in themselves and ready to lead with an open heart. 
and we can all do it together. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast for this week. As always, I hope that you are always at the right place at the right time, that you receive all the blessings and abundance that you deserve, and that you have a safe week. Until next week, namaste. Bye.